The Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mike Morgan Podcast. I am recording live from Mike Morgan Towers, uh, which is actually a broke-down Citroen Berlingo that's been outside my house for the last eight months. I haven't had time to get it fixed, nor have any interest in getting it fixed. To be honest, it's a burden, but now it's my office. It is my office. This Citroen Berlingo is my office. If there's someone out there that wants to buy a Citroen Berlingo, or a Citroen Berlingo with no tax NCT or insurance, make me an offer I can't refuse. I do recommend, though, that you are a mechanic and just have a good grow for fixing things and uh, don't mind smells. <laughs> smells of dead corpses and such. So how's it going? Well, obviously, dead corpses, Mike. Anyway, how are we getting on, folks? Uh, hope you're all well. Sorry that the podcast is coming on, uh, coming out a bit later. I'm, uh, I'm floating. I'm absolutely floating after Vicker Street, and I was working and doing other stuff as well. So I'm keeping my promise. Two podcasts a week, so here's the first one of the week. Coming out on a Thursday, Mikey the boy, the kid, is under pressure. Will he go straight into a second podcast after making this one? We'll see what happens, folks. Stay tuned. I'd like to start uh, today's podcast um, with a question, and that question is, what do you think is the most overrated thing that humans are supposed to like? So what's something that all your friends like, maybe it's drinking, drinking is a very popular one to some people, um, like just, just lots of things, T- think of what does everyone in the world enjoy doing? And you yourself just think it's absolute garbage. I'm not, I'm not on about a niche thing like, you know, somebody that watches wrestling, you know, or anything like that. Like, like people can have their thing. I'm on about like 90% of the world's population enjoy this thing. And you just, you just don't, you don't vibe with it, blood. You don't vibe with it, femme. Do you know? You just don't dig it. Um, for me... I've been thinking about it, and for me, it's music. I love music. I love listening to music in my car. I love, um, you know, I just enjoy music. I listen to it every day like a normal person. You know, I'm sure we all love music, but I don't enjoy music concerts or festivals, right? I've never been to a good one. Now, people have told me that they have been to excellent ones. I keep hearing, sure, I see people go to concerts. I see the crowds at concerts, you know, people absolutely losing their mind. I often think when I see people at concerts, what are you like on a Monday morning at 10 o'clock at work, you know, in an office? What are you like? Because the way you're behaving yourself here is absolutely atrocious. I, th- I think it's just, you know, I sound like an old man. I'm, t- I'm 31 now, you know, young people with music these days and all that kind of stuff. It- it's been always a constant throughout my life. So I've been to absolutely dreadful concerts. Like when I list out these concerts, you're going to say, Mike, these what were you hoping for? Like these are all dreadful bands or solo acts. I've never heard of some of them. So what are you hoping for in these ones? And maybe you'll recommend a band. Like my father went to Coldplay with my uh, sister there recently and they said it was unbelievable. Coldplay is the one I often think about going, is that not the saddest concert of all time? What what songs do they say? What's that one? Lights will guide you home. Standing in the freezing cold out in the field. Do you know what I mean? Depressed off my game. And not only that, it was about 400 euro for a ticket. And I will try to fix you. I'll fix you. Stop paying. Stop paying five hundred euros. The price is going up. Stop paying five hundred euros to go see sad songs in the field. That's all I'm saying. Like ACDC might be unbelievable. Like do you know Metallica. Like they're not bands I listen to per se, but I get how they could put on a good show. Do you know? So yeah, I was dragged to a lot of concerts. Some concerts I chose to go to. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm. Look, let's just go through the list of concerts I've gone to. 
and then I'll get into the the podcast proper and what I mean because uh, yeah, you're, like I'm gonna list these out and you're look, I'll just list them. Fuck it, right? Anyway, so a list of the concerts that I have been to and they're all pretty crap. Okay. S Club 7 was my first ever concert. I went with my two sisters when I was eight years old. Um, I only know S Club, ain't no party like an S Club, gonna show you how. I'm sure you know it, but I'm going, everybody get down tonight. S Club, we're all vibing now, folks. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I know that uh, there was about seven of them in the band, because that would make sense, S Club 7. How did they all get paid? That's what I'm saying. Like, you can sell out arenas. There's agents. There's managers. The, the the arena needs to take some of that money. Do you know what I mean? The cost of the gate, all that kind of... The, the company that owns you. And now, after all that, after all of those people getting paid, right, there's seven of you. you got to divide the profit seven ways. Do you know? Like, I'm going to... I should have Googled them beforehand. And I have with the next band that I've said. But, um... Yeah, they they were never. It was never. I wonder where they are now. I wonder what they're doing. Do you know, all all the members of S Club Seven. I couldn't name one of them. Um, if you can, fair play to you. I think there was a guy named Bradley. I think he did a backflip at the concert I was at, and I was like, whoa! And that's the thing that impressed me so much. So yeah, there was a guy named Bradley that did a backflip, but that's all I can name out of that. But did any of them go on to be something? Maybe they did. I could be could be completely wrong. But yeah, in the point. In Dublin, I've seen the S-, S Club 7, or just S Club 7, no there. Okay, the next one then was Busted with my little brother. Busted were hot at the time. Do you know what? Probably the best show out of the all the shows that I'm about to list off on this. So Busted, year 3000, that's what I go to school for. The list goes on, folks. Do you know what I mean? I mean, such classics as year 3000 they also right their opening act that night okay so i'm going to be i'm going to spoil you their opening act that night was a crowd called um mcfly or is that what they changed to oh no yeah mcfly so yeah they went on to have one song and mcfly then joined busted and they became mcbusted and they they got mcbusted they're not around anymore so hence the name uh so yeah i went to busted and you know what put on a great show but wasn't my vibe went there with my little brother he lost He's absolute marbles. I couldn't believe... I'd say he was about four or five at the time. Lost his marbles. One of the best things I've ever seen was witness him witness busted. Do you know what I mean? I wish I... I'd give anything to be that happy about anything. Do you know what I mean? Man had his hair gel like the guy, like the front co- like the dude in the front cover of the band. Do you know what I mean? Crazy stuff. Mostly guys at it as well, which is weird. Uh, anyway... Next one up then is, I went to a band named Six. This could have been before or after Busted. I'm not quite sure. Again, my two sisters. Absolutely. Okay, so actually, this needs a story of itself. So Six, for all ye uh, people of my age and older, maybe slightly younger, you won't remember, right? There was a show called Popstar on RTE. There used to be a version after called Eurostar. There was another English version of it. Like, I'm sure you're well uh, familiar with, like, talent shows. Anyway, it was to make a band in Ireland. So everyone tried out, thousands of people tried out, and it was whittled down to six people. The whole country followed them. The whole country followed this journey of these six people getting through the band. Now, I actually do have a question for all y'all audiences out there, or just the audience out there. Okay, I do have the names of that band written down. So if you're old enough to remember the band six, can you name anyone in that band? So I went to see him down in Clarny. I'll, I'll, I'll name him at the end of my story. I went to see him down in Clarny. My two sisters were absolutely mad for him. And uh, yeah, 
yeah, they were bang average. Uh, don't know where they are today. Maybe they're listening to the podcast. Do you know what? Not bang average. Not bang average. But did you seize your opportunity? And did anyone go on to be a solo sensation? I don't think so. So that's a bit harsh, Mike. That's a bit harsh. So let's name them. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so live from the Berlingo, we're naming the band six. Can any of you name them? Okay, so there was a Cork girl. Her name was Sinead Keating. I think M.O. Driscoll was also from Cork. So um, this is like roll call at my primary school. Sinead Keating, M.O. Driscoll. There was a guy named Andy Orr. There was a guy named Kyle Anderson. There was a guy named Liam McKenna. Kyle Anderson was the one that my sisters were absolutely mad for. And I actually googled a picture of him and what they look like today. And Father Time wasn't too pleasant. Probably most to, to Kyle. But look, he was the best looking at the time. And sure, look, he's his money made probably. I don't know. Again, there were six of them in the band. And do you know, it was Killarney. And it was one night. But look, it could have been mad, mad stuff. Anyway, um, Nadine Coyle was also in that band, guys. Do you remember her from a band named... What's the name of the girl band? Oh, Mike, you should have Googled this. Your one from... Cheryl Cole was also in it. You know what I'm talking about, anyway. That band. Oh, my God. Anyway, Nadine Coyle went on to be in that band. Anyway, she originally got into this, this band called Six... But uh, she was uh, denied because she was too young. She was actually 16. She admitted when she got into the six that she goes, I actually can't. She goes, I'm, I actually can't because I'm 16. Which I'll tell you about the music industry, really, that they let it go, and RT, that they let it go that long. Do you know what I mean? Is anyone checking birth certs? Like, do you know I mean? like, let me see a passport. Can I have a form of ID? Even when it just gets to the semi-final. I'm not on about when it's like the open trials. You don't need to check everybody's passport in. But I'm like, on the day, like, do you know what I mean? You should be testing them for AIDS, their passport, um, COVID, everything. Test them for everything. And, like, do you know, I don't know how she had to come out with it. Do you know what I mean? She had to come out with it herself that she's only 17 or 16 and can't be in the band. Went on to bigger and better things. Blessing in, dis- in disguise, Nadine, I would say. Um, so that's the band, guys. That's the band six. Went to them. So the three bands so far are S Club 7, 6 and Busted. You could say Mick Busted. They were both there. The next one was Kings of Leon. An absolute. It was up in Slane Castle. I was never more dehydrated in my life. Again, with my sisters. I don't think I've gone to a concert without my sister. Maybe the, the common denominator here is my sisters. So maybe I should go to one that they're not there and maybe I might have a great time. Anyway, went to Kings of Leon. Do I like them? Not really. I was bought bought them as a present. Weird, weird sex on fire with your sisters. Do you know what I mean? As in like, why are we all going to this? Do you know? But uh, yeah, we did and we had we, we had a great time but the band itself was, uh, do you know what I mean? It was bang average. The sound is crap at concerts. People are acting the fool. It takes ages to get a drink. I need to go to the toilet. I'm dehydrated. Um, the bend is crap. Do you know what I mean? The sound is... Uh, did, I, did I mention the sound? The bend is crap. Do you know? There's a lot of factors into this. I've named about 11 of them there. Anyway. So, yeah, I went to see Kings of Leon in Slane. Slane, cool venue, but it takes ages to get there. I'm about three hours getting there. Again, I'm very dehydrated. The bend is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with my sisters. They're talking about sex. Do you know what I mean? There's lots of factors to this. Is there anyone out there? Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> Kings of Leon, sex on fire, I suppose. Yeah, it was all right. Two out of ten. So the next one I went to was a complete change-up. I was like, maybe maybe it's the bends I'm seeing. It's definitely the bends I've seen. It's definitely the bends that I am seeing. Um, so I switched it up and I went to a rap concert. I went to Kendrick Lamar. It was awful. It was the worst of the whole lot of them. And it's not Kendrick Lamar's fault and it's not no one else's fault. I can't blame it on my sisters. I wanted to go to a rap concert. And 
do you know what? It was it was rap itself live doesn't carry. Like rap is very lyrical, do you know? As I and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> like I'm a guru or anything. You know, you, you know man, you gotta got that flow, man. You gotta got that. You got it's one to one, man. It ain't no need for people like thirty thousand people listening to yo shit. Nah, man, that's that's for the soul, you know. So yeah, Kendrick, he probably did his best, but I didn't have a great time, you know. And rap itself isn't great um, for a live concert, in my opinion. Maybe the place was too big. Maybe it would be good in a smaller venue, you know. But rap itself, no good. And I've also been to uh, many festivals. Now, by many, I've just played. Like, I've done comedy gigs at a lot of tiny festivals. Uh, the biggest one I suppose I played is Electric Picnic. Now, the only reason I went to Electric Picnic is because they gave me a free ticket. And they actually gave me two free tickets. And I could park there for free. And I'd obviously get paid for the gig I was doing, you know. So, it, it, it was work to me. Like, so, I wanted to go up there. I didn't want to stay tonight. I didn't even want the extra free ticket. I said it to my girlfriend. I don't even want to be there. I'm going to go up, do it for the money. Go home, and do it for the money. Sounds bad, like do you know what I mean. But like, yeah, exactly. Like do you know, have fun at the gig. Let's say, have fun. But like, don't. I don't want to be around the festival. Like, I don't care about queuing forty-five minutes for ten euro, a ten euro fucking burger that's barely cooked. I don't want it. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not a big drinker anyway, so I don't want flat pints around me. Like, do you know, for a tenner also, that's a tenner as well for a flat pint. And is it even a pint? Have it spilt over your hand, mate. Do you know? Anyway. So I went there and Jess goes, oh, come on, can we, go to a f- can we go to Electric Picnic? I've never been to Electric Picnic. So we said, come on, so. And I borrowed my dad's Jeep and it's like a commercial Jeep. So there's no back seats. So we were able to, I, so we took that Jeep, brought a duvet, a nice blanket, a nice bed, basically, we made in the back of it. So like I was, no way was I going sleeping in a tent. Not a hope was I going sleeping in a tent. I have a problem taking a number two outside my own house. I've actually a huge problem with it, even in school. I don't think I took a number two the whole time I was in secondary school. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I, I, I have a huge problem being in a tent. Not that I shat in the car or anything, but you know what I mean? I could drive to a town, even though that's a huge problem. I, I, I have a bad problem using public bathrooms as well, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm concerned about this as we go. Do you know what I mean? So, 100% not a tent, that's what I'm saying anyway. Next to people, falling on top of you. Do you know what I mean? Mouldy drunk. Oh, sorry, boy. I fell on top of you and your missus. Do you know what I mean? I've n- uh, and grass. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't no- Michael Collins. Michael Collins did not get shot for all of us to be sleeping in tents and fields. I don't care what they do. Go home. Book a hotel. I, I, I get that. Go all out. like. But uh, three nights of it. Three nights of get, shit, muck, shit bends, overpriced stuff. A lot of, like, obviously, the whole reason is to take a lot of drugs. Let's be honest, folks. If you're going up there for three days and not taking drugs, you are a, an absolute lunatic. You are you are twice the lunatic in my head than what a person that went up there taking yorks for the weekend. I have, like, do you know what I mean? That's what people go up doing. Should I check and you're going in? I know what it's for. Do you know what I mean? It ain't my bag, but I have no, I have no problem if you do. That's what people go to festivals for. Whatever, like, you know. But if you go to festivals and stay the whole three days, like, I stayed 24 hours and I was, I was sick of the place after two. I'd be straight on the switcher. I enjoyed the gig. I, I, I had a great, I, I hope they ask me back someday. All that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Great, great things to say about the gig, but I'm on about festivals. Like, do you see what you have to use a toilet in in festivals? Do you see that cubicle? And anybody could come over and push it over and you're covered in absolute doo-doo then for, the re- for three days. Yeah, give me all the drugs then. If, get, do you know what? If, if someone said that you have to stay there for three days, I'd have to take drugs. I would have... <laughs> I would ha- and I know there's guards that listen to this, and in that case, I would never take drugs. But if to everybody else, 
If three days in the field, if you were talking three days in the field, the bend is shit, everything's a tenor, everything's a tenor, everything's a tenor, boy. Do you want a vape? They're eight euros in the shop, tenor. Do you want a pint? They're five euros in the pub, tenor. Do you know what I mean? Do you want a, do you want a beer? Sorry, did I say a tenor? Do you want a tenor? Tenor. Two tenors. <laughs> anyway, fuck. You get what I'm saying. Everything's a tenor. Do you know? And nothing's a tenor, if you get what I'm saying. Nothing's worth a tenor, but you're paying a tenor. I think I proved my point anyway. Overpriced. Bend the shit. There's loads of factors into this, guys, that I could go into. But if you yourself enjoy going to festivals, fair play to you. But be honest, I know and you know, you take a lot of drugs. Do you know what I mean? You take a lot of drugs at it, and that's how you get through it. If I told you, to everybody that go, everybody listening, and your friend that listens, and that daughter, and that mother, and that uncle, aunt, whatever he is, and he loves Electric Picnic, he goes every year for three days, I guarantee he takes a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee. I've seen it. I performed to uh, uh, fucking hundreds of people that were off their face on drugs. Do you know what I mean? I've seen it. Do you know I mean? We all know. You don't have to go. I'm not like, oh, I've seen it, boy. I've seen drugs. Do you know I, mean? I don't give a shit. I'm just saying, if you go for three days and don't take drugs, I will interview you. I would love to interview you for the podcast if you have gone to a three-day festival and just drank pints and that was your bag and slept in a tent. If that was your bag... That's grand, kid. That's grand. We'll all believe you, didn't we? We'll all, your belie- we'll all believe you. But I don't believe you. Do you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I say all that to say this. <laughs> which has been a long, long intro. Which is probably the intro is nearly the whole thing of the podcast now at this stage. Like, I will, I will admit, I am a very introvert person. I don't like, do you know what I mean? I don't like big crowds. I don't hang around with a lot of people. Says the boy talking to a microphone by himself in a Citroen Berlingo that I am willing to sell. I am also willing to sell the Citroen Berlingo and the microphone I'm talking into. Make me an offer I can't refuse. But, like, like I don't like crowds. I, I like talking to people one-on-one. Maybe maybe three people. I Not three's a crowd. I like one-on-one. I'm probably a deep, deep enough character. I find it hard to be myself in a crowd or in a group, you know. And I'm sure many people are like that. But if you're not that person and loves to be in a group and I'm out with the boys all the time and I fucking love that shit, I totally get it. I totally get it. Maybe... I, I, I don't. I don't. Look, I'm getting old now. I'm getting old now. I'm 31 now. And all that's past me. But, yeah. Anyway, festivals are a load of garbage. So, maybe there's a band out there I need to see. Maybe there's a band that you could text in and go, Mike, you have not lived. All the bands you've seen are absolute trash. Go see a good band. None of them are good. But I don't think I would ever enjoy one. I don't think if I seen Celine Dion in her prime right in front of me, boy, in a feet like it's just the setting. I'm sh- I've often been blown away. Like at the weekend, no, not to bring it up again. I did Vicar Street. Like I've often been blown away by someone's singing voice, like in a pub or just in a sing song back at the gaff. Blown away. It's not that I can't be blown away by. I don't appreciate music. I appreciate music. It's the setting. It's the setting I have a problem with. I need some one-on-one book Celine Dion. How much is Celine Dion to play in your kitchen? Do you know what I mean? I'd enjoy it. But in a crowd, in a field, in Affili, not a f- chance, mate. Not a chance. I don't know, we bleep and stuff anymore, guys, but if we are, we are. If we're not, we're not. Do you know? And another thing. Do you know? Another thing I need to say as well. Um, people or bands that play other people's songs and go around like they're artists is one of my biggest... I, I, I It's actually not. I don't honestly give a shit. But, like, if you're going to play in a band, right, at least attempt... I want to hear you go, here's a new song. Here's a new song, because then you're an artist. I love that, boy. I love hearing people write songs and doing stuff, expressing themselves. But you, if you are a band that sing other people's songs, well, then don't call yourself an artist, boy. You're, you're a glorified... 
jukebox, karaoke machine, whatever you want to call it. It just you you are good at singing and you're barely good at singing and it's just a joke. Like Westlife, people be packing out stadiums there to watch watch Westlife. They be doing interviews. Yeah, it's hard work. It's hard work. How is it hard work, boy? I how is it hard work? The songs have already you know they're bangers. They've already been number one in the charts thirty years before you were even fucking born, mate. We're bringing them back with a jazzy beat. Do you know? I remember when I found out Westlife don't write their songs. I was like, what? I was about nine. I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. Do you know when you get you? Do you know when people tell you that wrestling is fake? Do you know? When you when you're watching The Rock and Triple H and, and 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 Kurt Angle, all these people, Stone Cold Steve Austin, when you're a child, you think that's real when you look at it, like, and then some adult comes along and tells you that's actually not real. It's fake. They're actors. They practice at it, like, it breaks your heart. When I find out that uh, uh, that Ben's just, oh no, that's a remake. Uptown girl, she. I thought he was on about a girl in Dublin or something. Nah, nah. Nah, oh now it's it's queer hard going on tour, yeah. Oh, I'm I don't. Are we put in hard work. You don't put in hard work. I I doubt you sing at your concerts. I'd say you're miming, jumping around the place, collecting a check. Do you know? I'm dissing everyone. I'm dissing six Westlife. Do you know? Don't 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 punch him, Mike. Don't. You might meet him on uh, all the way up. I might meet him. Huh? And the way up, I might meet him. Nah, I wouldn't tell him to their face. I'd tell them they're decent. I'd ask for a selfie, autographs for my sisters, all that kind of stuff if I met him. Pure bitch. But to you guys, and I hope they're not listening, and they never will, I, I, I just think that, that that's just trash. And that, that word trash is, is going to come out a lot in this podcast, but for this week, it's for Westlife and Ben's like that, that sing other people's songs and then give out about hard work. It's the easiest job I've ever heard in my life. That is the easiest job I've ever heard in my life. Just sing away there by someone else's song that you know is a banger. I've said this, you know this is a banger, boy. It's not like someone wrote the song and they're taking a chance. It's like, I got this, I got this song for you. Do you want, do you want to try it? I think it would suit you. It's like, nah, this song's a dinger, kid. Yeah, a cat, a, a stray cat could sing this song in an alleyway, boy, and people would stop to listen to it. Like, that's how good this song is. We just need five good-looking half Half decent blocks, half decent good looking blocks. Mike, what are you on about? Like, they, they, like in a Citroen Berlingo to be talking this nonsense, do you know? I wonder, does the Citroen Berlingo talk back sometimes? Maybe when I'm not here, of course. Anyway, what am I talking about? Uh, yeah, exactly, Westlife, singing other people's tunes. It's a joke. I don't like it. It needs to stop. Nah, well, it doesn't need to stop. Do what you want. I don't care. But don't be going on that it's hard work. That's like me going up going, I'm going to use I'm going to use Kevin Hart's jokes tonight. That's a bad example because I couldn't probably use one of his jokes because I'd be arrested probably. But I don't know. Kevin Bridges. That's like me going up doing Kevin Bridges jokes every single night. Do you know? I know it murders. I know it murders. The men's after making a career out of it and then going, Jesus, hard work writing jokes by him coming up with stuff and being a comedian. I wouldn't call myself a comedian. I call myself an actor. That's what I'd say. I, 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 I would, and I'd say that loosely as well. Do you know what I mean? It would be the weakest acting job of all time. It's it's stupid. It's absolute stupid. I've gone completely off topic. Said nothing I really wanted to say. This is a shambles. I don't even know what my point is anymore, to be honest. That is just, a, I, I don't know what my point is anymore. But what I will ask you is to text in a band that I need to see. But what I will say, start that again, just this part. Um... So anyway, the long oh, all right, okay, we go again. The whole point of this podcast was just to say that music concerts are highly overrated and 90% of the world's population love them. I would say no. If you handed me a free ticket to whoever is number 1 in the charts right now and it was on only 20 minutes up the road, I would say no. 
I would say I do not want to see Rihanna right now. I would. I do not want to see. I don't even know who's number one right now. I. That's how. That's how far away I am. That's how much it's disconnected me from actual music, live music. Because I don't even want to go to a concert. I would say no. But if there is someone and coming up, I would love to see a band like on the come up. I'd love to see. Like if you could message me, go Mike. I know this band. They're from this place. They're gonna be huge, boy. And even if they never make it and they just got talent, I'd love to see them in a small setting. Then I like that kind of stuff. But I am not going to a field in Affili. Not a hope. Not a hope in hell. Anyway, I better do some housekeeping before the end of the podcast. I should do this at the start of the podcast. So if you're around Saturday in Cork, I am in Ballycotton at the Ballycotton Comedy Festival. I am there on Saturday. I am on stage at 7 o'clock. Um, should be a good laugh. There's a lot of big comedians uh, there. There's Ross Brown, Chris Kent, Cornelius, Sinead Quinlan. I think Andrew Maxwell is playing there. There's loads of big comedians playing there as well. Anyway, so 7 o'clock, I will be on stage there. It could be 6 o'clock. I double-checked the poster. And then at 9 o'clock, I will be on in the city centre in the Coco Club, in the Coco Club in Cork City. Will my Berlingo get ready and make it in time? I doubt it. I'll have to take Jess's care. So, yeah. I will be at both of those venues uh, this weekend. So if you want to come along to any of those shows, if you live near any of those, uh, come along and see them. So yeah, no other news. Hurt my back at work. Hope all year doing well. Gigs at the weekend. Probably won't play my soccer match at the weekend because I hurt my back at work. Uh, piggybacking the whole place. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for tuning into the podcast, guys. It's a bit all over the place. I will make another one very shortly. A bit late now this week, I am. But uh, we'll move right on with it. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. <laughs>